Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the second hour of the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning, kicking off Memorial Day weekend. And I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. Looking at weather real quick, a little rundown. Uh, still a little breeze offshore. 22 nautical miles east of Galveston. That buoy out there showing 79 degrees at 81 degree water. North, northeast, 13 to 16. But once you come inland into the bays, it's calm. It's very nice. North wind at five. That's doable. We can handle that. All right, well, let's see how doable Lake Houston is for the weekend. Go up there and talk to John Littleton, get his get his input. John, what are you doing this morning, man? Oh, man, just driving around, you know, listening to the radio. You know how yeah. that is. I hope you got it on the outdoor show. Yeah, 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 I do. Okay, I mean, all right, man. It's, Just it's checking. Just it. checking. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't changed it in so long, I don't know if it'll even change. You know? <laughs> yeah, just put it put it on 610 and break the knobs off, man. Leave it alone. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Oh, man, I, you know, I don't know. The holiday weekend, I I think I'm going to probably stay off the water this weekend. It's uh, Amateur it's hour. Little, it's been getting a little crazy out there. <laughs> hey, you know how many people are going to be blocking boat ramps with boats that won't start and everything? They hadn't fired them up yep. all year. And yep. uh, got bad fuel in them, water in their fuel, and just dead batteries. I mean, hey. Yeah. I, I, we had... Uh, little tournament last weekend and uh last sunday actually it was individual tournament and uh mickey i i don't know where all these people are coming from and one of the guys you know i heck i was saying well you know i had to get go find a guy and they had to find somebody else that meant to move his truck so i could get my boat my truck and boat trailer out because mm-hmm. they had locked in and uh, one, one of the other guys had to unhook his trailer 
Ken moved his trailer. We had to move his trailer around to get his to get his trailer out because they had blocked him in. But uh, <laughs> the guys were saying, "Well, heck, John, it's your fault. You've been telling everybody for the last." 10 years to come fish like Houston <laughs> and now they're coming and now you're now you're complaining <laughs> so it's I mean, like oh well <laughs> somebody just left their boat and trailer in the boat ramp and just well, where, they, no, where were they at no they were parked in the parking lot but you know oh, it, that it's, way. Not a, it's not a whole lot of, uh, of parking and you gotta I got you I try to I misunderstood park up you. out of the way, yeah, to get uh, to get out of the way, so you know, so I don't get blocked in. And somebody had, I, I guess they had launched their boat, and he went to walk down to do something, but when he had parked his truck in his trailer, uh, it kind of blocked the area. So, uh, but then the guy behind me couldn't get out, and uh, it, it was just, it was a little chaotic there for a minute but oh well we'll get it figured out but fishing was pretty good Mickey last weekend everybody seemed to catch some fish it's a you know it's a life of a bass fisherman you got to have that one or two kicker fish you know and I just couldn't catch them last week I mean had a decent little old limit uh but you know didn't Ended up third, didn't win any money. They only paid two places, but, you know, that's how it is. You, you can't win. Can't get money in everyone, but oh well. But uh, still taking about 14, 15, 16 pounds to, to win, you know, with five fish. So it's not too bad for Lake Houston. I'll take that any day. But uh, we're catching a lot of white bass, Mickey, I mean, fishing for black, you know, uh, it just seems to be a a good year, going to be a good year, you know, especially right now, that water's cleaning up, and uh, you can get out there on those humps, and, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't do that, but they'll run the banks, but you can get out there on some of them humps, and throw you a you know, Carolina rig or oh, your crankbait, you're going to catch some whites on those crankbaits. And uh, you, every once in a while, you'll hook up, you know, to a black bass. So, you know, they're pretty good. And it's just, they don't get a lot of pressure, you know, from uh, regular, I, I guess, regular bass anglers, you know, out there. So, but uh, catfishing's still been pretty good. They're still catching quite a few running the bulkheads. Uh, Chad Spawn's still going on. Not as strong, but uh, still going on. And uh, I'm sure there'll be a bunch of people out there. You know, and, and we've been talking about it for a while. It seems like the the Fridays now, the, the new Saturday. So, yes. you know, it's just a ton I of agree. Friday. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure y'all see it out in the bay system too, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, and it, you know, a lot of our boaters that come out, you know, especially on the weekends and on this weekend, 
you know, they're just pleasure boaters and, you know, they're out there riding around, but you're right. You know, they'll, they'll get there and take them 10, 15 minutes to try to get their motor to crank. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, all I can say is pack yourself a little bit of patience. You know, when you, when you come to the boat ramp or, or try to go up, you know, majority of the people that are going to come out in this pleasure boat, they're going to launch at Deuce Park or they're going to launch at Lake Houston Marina. Mm. And, you know, you can go up to BJ's Marina and launch if you're going to go bass fishing or you can go to Ponderosa and, and launch or, you know, to, uh, and, and it's going to be a lot less crowded. Um, and it don't take you five minutes to run, you know, to get back to the main lake yeah. and then go wherever you want to go, you know, to go fish. So, uh, you know, it, uh, that's what we were talking about last week. A couple of us, like, you know, we got keys to private boat ramps. We just don't use them because, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we launch where the tournament's out of. So, I think we're going to start launching over, you know, our boat ramp in the subdivision and just run across the lake, you know, to uh, to get to the marina, which we can do that, you know. Uh, right. You know, and fish the tournament. But uh, it's all good. I mean, you know, everybody, I'm, I'm glad to see a lot of people out there, you know, getting out there with their kiddos and uh, – you know, there's still quite a few people fishing the bulkhead ramp. I mean, you know, or they go walk along those rocks right there along the, uh, you know, 1960 bridge. Yeah, the 60 bridge, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, they catch fish. You know, you don't have to have a boat to go out there and, and fish. You know, uh, you know, heck, a lot of times it's just, getting out of the house, you know, and just go out there and go, you know, try to catch you a catfish or crappie or white bass or whatever, you know, and just walk the bank. I caught a lot of fish doing that. But, sure. uh, you know, it's, uh, especially this time of year when, you know, those fish are in shallow with a shad spawn and everything else against those bulkheads and rocks and all that. And then, then next, right. you know, all the, all the, Big brim will be pulling in shallow to spawn. You know that's coming next behind all this. That, so that we're seeing, we're seeing, uh, you know, some brim being caught right there at the boat ramp. I uh, when I was trying to trying to find a place to park my boat to wash, the, I mean to weigh my fish, and this uh, one lady, she was sitting there with one of them old school wire baskets, you know, and uh, right. I think she must have had, oh, she must have had six or eight nice-sized brim in that basket. Because I asked her, I said, hey, you catching anything? And she said, yeah. And uh, she showed it. You know, she's using just little old, uh, I call them red worms. Not, they weren't the big night crawlers, you know. They were yeah, just, just little, little earthworms, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, in a little cork. You know, and that's some good eating, those little brim like that. I mean, yeah, they, they are. Hey, scale they them out, defend them, and fry them whole. They're tasty. Yep. 
sit there and pick that meat off the bone. That's some, Heck yeah. That's some good eating. Yeah. I ate a lot of them over, you know, the course of my life. <laughs> oh, I grew up eating all that kind of stuff, man. Yep. Yep. It, you know, it's a, it's a pretty daggum good meal, you know. Quite a treat. But it's, you know, it's just a matter of getting out of the house and going over there and doing something. And I don't know. We, I think we're going to stick around the house. I've been working in the, getting a new fence in my backyard and I got some cleaning up to do and stuff like I that. Know, I so, got a, I got tons of that stuff waiting on me and, uh, yeah. Seems like fishing's all always gets in the way. <laughs> it, you know, it's like you know, I was I was talking to uh, a guy yesterday and he we actually was a listener that called me and he was talking about going and going fishing and, and uh I, I well I'm gonna stick around the house this weekend and it's like huh. it's probably gonna be one of the better weekends to go fish than what we've had in a long time. But, you know, I just, I, I'm going to just stick around the house. It'll be a, let everybody else go out there and do their thing, you know. Yeah, so, this, this is a holiday weekend. It's kind of like, uh, you know, New Year's Eve. Let them have yeah. it. You can, yeah. You can miss a day yeah. or two. Let them have it. And, hey, it's. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, I need to get that stuff done. And it's a good weekend to do it. It's been so daggum wet. You know, it finally dried up, and, you know, so I, I need to get that done anyhow. But, that's uh, a good weekend I'm, I'm, to cook and get with friends and remember, you know, all the all the uh, great soldiers that uh, died for our freedoms and everything. That's, that's exactly it. Yep. Yep. I might have to run down to Boyd's and get a bag of crawfish and cook me up some crawfish while They're I'm stack, in stacking them high and selling them cheap down there baby <laughs> go get them yeah, <laughs> get them while they're hot <laughs> yeah yeah i'd like to do one more boil before the year's up i'm i'm kind of getting crawfish hungry again i used to well, eat them all I, the time but now i don't do them like i used to but hey they're good i love them yeah i've been staying over in louisiana a bunch in my office over there and I'll eat crawfish a couple nights a week while I'm there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's good. You know, it is just good food, and it's not year-round. So, you know. It, Why not? Fresh crawfish. So All right, oh, well. buddy. Well, John, I got to okay. run, bud. If somebody wants to call you about info or coming over to Lake Houston, pick your brain a little bit how they get a hold of you, man. Yeah, yeah. Just take you a sack full of patience and uh, <laughs> give me a call if you need to. All right, Mr. Littleton. Hey, have a good weekend, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Be safe, buddy. All right. We'll see you. All right. Later. All right. All right, that's John Littleton at Lake Houston. It's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning, kicking off Memorial Day weekend. Can't say it enough. Be safe out there. You know, if you're boating, avoid your uh, funnel points, you know, where there's a lot of boat traffic, bayous, and 
tributaries like that where people are running up and down. If you're not sure about a boat in your path, just shut it down. Just shut it down and let him go by or, you know, some of them run with their hair on fire out there, so you got to watch out for that. So just uh, be safe by all means. Live to fish another day. All right, let's go down to Texas City Dyke, where this guy lives a dream every day. Texas City, Dave, Dave Fremont. What's up, Dave? Good morning, Captain Mickey. Hey, man. Tell me about it. There's a, there's a little bit to tell. It's uh, stacking <laughs> up out here already. I bet. I had to... Uh, kind of make reservations to, to head out there uh my wife and i actually took a late night ride out there i i asked her uh if she wanted to take a midnight stroll out to the end of the dike and she thought uh hey I, that's the best offer i've had from you in a long time so she piled well, up i bet the car she hadn't me. heard that since the young days the courting <laughs> days how about that man <laughs> <laughs> how's she doing by the way is she doing all right yeah, she's uh, she's a, she's a lot better off uh, than she has been for the last year and a half. Uh, the, well, that's the, good the, to stint, hear. the stint job where they put the stints in this last time uh, has helped out quite a bit, and she's feeling she's feeling good. In fact, uh, I know she is because she's been working me to death lately around this house. And, uh, <laughs> she was feeling so bad that she wouldn't put her hands on her hips. So that was always a, a signal when I catch her looking off in the distance or something up on the house and had right. her hands on her hips. I was fixing to have to get after it and uh seems to be happening again. But I'm glad to see it. And I thank you I for seem to be getting that profile a lot from my my better half <laughs> lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy. But we well. we piled up we piled up and, and took a ride out to the to the end and I don't. I bet you we didn't get out a, about a mile, and we started uh, coming up on folks with lights and generators going. It's like a, the dike was lit up right. all the way to the end, and uh, about the last mile or so was 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 pretty doggone crowded. The uh, the good news is is that there's a lot of trout being caught. I mean, a lot of trout. Uh, a couple of them are pulling uh, in, buddy. They're coming in. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the water conditions have just been awesome, as you know. Yes. When you see that, uh, you see that water on the beachfront that that looks like bottled water all the way up to the shore, all the way up to the sand. It's really something to see, and it seems like the last few years it's been happening more than the years before. But the most speckled trout have been in the water as well. Did you? You've seen some of them, that, some of those trout that's being caught off the beachfront. There's been some nice ones. Yeah, there has. I saw a couple of big ones, you know, pier shots off the 61st Street Pier and and uh, guys that I know waiting, catching them on top waters, you know, some 28, 29-inch fish, man. Those are those are toads. That's what that's what we fish for trout for right there is that kind of fish. It's what I do that's anyway. Good. It's good to see them. It's good to see some some of those big fish are out there. You know they are, but just always hoping for the for the days, some of the days to come back that we had when you could right. go out there and and see a few of them. Maybe even get lucky enough to be the one that catches one of them. But you know, this um, time of year, I remember a lot of 
you know, back when we had a lot of big fish, your area, you know, from Mesquite Island down to Moses, man, that shoreline there this time of year wading those flats with uh, those rafts of mullet, we used to catch some giant trout under those mullet, man. That's a fact. My uh, my biggest trout fishing, of course, I I did a, exclusively. I waited as a youngster because couldn't afford a boat. But uh, right, we always hit the we always hit the shoreline around skyline all the way to the towards the floodgate. And uh, yep, and there'd be some there'd be some good winter trout caught. And then I, I I'm pretty sure that I can say that my my biggest trout that I've caught was actually. Uh, during during times when you would least expect it, I caught some big trout right in the middle of the day in the in the heat of the summer when had right. no business being out there, and uh, would be out there all chest deep chunking those mirror lures and looking at each other getting burnt up, and then all of a sudden one of us would hang into one of those big one big wall hangers, you know, and get some mm-hmm. nice trout. Back during the day when you didn't even go out there with a net. If you couldn't put your rod between underneath your arm and grab that fish with both hands in the gills, and you weren't living. But uh, well, I'm still old school. I still do it that way. I don't drag no net around. <laughs> Just more stuff to get a big trout tangled up in when you're fighting him. When you're going in circles with him, it's well, that's, that's right. It's either meant to you're be gonna, or not meant to be. You know. Yeah. You're going to cut him loose in most cases anyway, so you don't that's need to exactly right. I don't, I don't even want to have to put, that's what we were doing the other day is trying to shake them off in the water instead of bringing them up in the boat and, you know, getting a hand grab on them, just, uh, try to cut them loose. But yeah, the good times, man, that's, uh, you know, when you're young like that, you don't care about the heat or the sun. All you care about is getting bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Get that bite. Get the big bite, baby. (laughs) And some of us are paying paying for those days of being out there in that sun for so so many years and so long, and yeah. going out and having having them little cancers burn off or pre cancer getting anyway, lizard skins, off. what I call it, <laughs> <the> lizard skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, a lot of a lot of fish being caught, Mickey, and uh, just good, good conditions, and it, it's shaping up to be a uh, just a, a beautiful weekend, and and that's good, and, and like you say, it's a is it. We'll take a day of reflection for for all all of the things that we're so fortunate and blessed to have here in this country, and but yes, uh, and then we'll try to get out there and have some fun. A lot of folks will be taking their kiddos. The dike is going to be very crowded. The uh, they they started charging. They they have the summer summer hours, and they start charging uh, for folks to fish out there from Friday mornings at six a.m. and through uh, Sunday at I don't know what time they quit charging. Maybe it's around 6 p.m. or something on Sunday. I'm not sure. Maybe a, right. bit, a little bit later. But it's uh, normally 10 bucks on the weekends, and on holidays, I think they bump it to 20 But I'll tell you what, uh, with as many folks that go out there, and uh, a lot of folks don't really police themselves real well on picking stuff up. That no, there's a litter barrel like every 50 feet, and I'll see people just throw <laughs> trash on the ground standing next to yeah. a litter barrel. I just, yeah. oh, I just, boy, the, don't get me started. <laughs> but they'll t- they'll take they'll take some of that uh, re- revenue, we'll call it, and, and they do a great job of cleaning it up. The dike is yes. like it's never been. It's really, really looks nice, and then they, they do a good job of... Uh, 
or keeping things nice. And they've, they've put a couple of piers up. They, they, they need to do a little bit more if they can to try to make it a little more um, uh, user-friendly, and especially for folks that are handicapped. Really could use some more things on that on the dike for that, for the folks that are in, uh, wheelchair-bound and such. And it's right. going to be nice, though. But uh, anyway, it's going to gonna be good, man. And I think uh, I think we'll have uh, we'll be in pretty good shape on on live bait. And I know they'll be out trying to catch some more and stock up again. Uh, but I think that uh, we'll have uh, we'll have live bait available for the folks that need it. And of course, all of the dead stuff on the crawfish front. I heard you talking about crawfish a while ago. You said it's about time to get some. Well, come on down to Boyd's and get some crawfish, Captain. Heck yeah, man! It's uh, need to have one more good one before the year's up. It uh, yeah, and I notice y'all's prices have come way down, man. I mean, that's got to be making competitors angry. Jason's selling those crawfish for those good prices like that, man. Yeah, well, he he's uh, he does a good job of trying to stay competitive and keep keep things stirred up a little bit. And the main thing <laughs> is that he. Main thing he does is just he wants to wants to have them wants to have them for folks and we've we've been really blessed this time uh, to be able to keep the Santa Fe uh, location open and it's, uh, it's turned into be a real fun thing over that way. Oh, and I had another message sent to me this week uh, saying uh, you know how good those crawfish were. They went by and uh, bought a whole ice chest full of Marty Boyle to take home for everybody to eat and said they were the best they've ever had. That's pretty good. That's that's impressive. Well, that's a good thing. We're, we we can't hear that enough. That's for sure. You mean yeah. you're dealing with a you're dealing with a cooked item. You know, you 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 do the doggone best you can, and uh, and things will usually average out to be okay. You know, but yes. every now and then, like Jason says, every now and then something will happen. We'll have a little low glitch or whatever, but we'll work through it. And one thing he's good for is if you got a problem, we'll 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 deal with you and take care of you. And, yeah, uh, Jason you always make it right for you. He always will. What a, he's a good yeah. man. Good man. Well, well, I hope you have a good uh, a good Monday, and uh, I don't I'm think you'll to. probably be. You're going to kick back and relax, I hope, instead of get out there with the crazy. Yes, uh, I fished enough this week, and I'll uh, let them have it Monday and then get back at it Tuesday <laughs> or Wednesday. I'll go out there and catch all the ones that are chopped up. Go get them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's good. But the main thing is people to just, you know, be safe. It's going to be crowded and, you know, tempers flare and you know how it is. It just, uh, hey, just that, slow down, that some, take it easy. You add some liquid courage to all of that and you got a recipe <laughs> that can get well, south real quick. That comes into play more often than not. So it's, uh, yeah. people but, just need uh, to be I'll, safe. Make it, make another I'll, one. I was thinking that of when the wife and I were making our trek out on the dike and uh, all those folks that are out there hopping around on those rocks, I'm going, well, the, those little old emergency rooms that popped up on all the corners around town, they get a little bit of business on on these holiday weekends. People just, you get excited. I was watching some folks uh, haul in a couple of those speckled trout last night, and it's just, uh, they lose all sense of uh, responsibility. You just think about that fish more than you do the fact of falling down on those rocks and having something that'll shut you down for a while. But I uh, my mom took a fall back in the day, and uh, it took her a while to get over that. That was a rock. She got to be careful, man. 
you really do. And I'm I'm not preaching. I'm as guilty as anyone. I've had my I've had my little uh, whiskey dings on my knees and shins and yeah. stuff from those rocks out there. <laughs> That's it. All right, Dave. Well, hey, buddy, you have a safe one, and uh, hey, keep us informed on the dike. We love love hearing your reports every Friday. So. If somebody wants to call Boyd's, give them some info how they can get to Boyd's, find Boyd's, stop in and say hello and buy some oh, buy some bait. Absolutely. Boyd's One Stop is located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke, just like Mickey says. It's 227 Dyke Road, and, and the number is 409-945-4001. We're taking uh, reservations for crawfish. You want to do that. If you want them for this weekend, you need yes. to call you need to go online at boysonestop.com and make your reservations. And you can also call, I think, after 11 a.m., 948-4222. And you can call in if you don't want to fool with doing them online on a computer and all that stuff. But anyway, come on down and see us. Appreciate it. Uh, Mickey, thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, represent Boys, uh right here on the greatest outdoor fishing show there is in the country. Well, I appreciate it coming from you, buddy. All right, Dave. Well, you have a safe weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. Top of the morning. Thank you, Dave. See you, buddy. All right. That's Dave Fremont down at Boyd's One Stop in the Texas City Dyke. Well, you know, the 34th annual CCA Star Fishing Tournament, the Texas Star, it starts this weekend. So don't miss out. You never know when that tag red's going to come. You really don't. And it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish swimming around in inshore waters. And you can fish for other species like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. All great prizes. And offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournament is brought to you by great sponsors like Whataburger, Showwater Boats, Mustang Cats, Dargle Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, just to name a few. Again, go to startournament.org, 713-626-4222. Sign up today. You know, folks, it's another innovation from Seaguar, the proven leader in saltwater leader material, introducing their new gold label leader. It's Seaguar's thinnest leader material yet. It's 18% thinner and 17% stronger than any other Seaguar leader. That means it's even less visible underwater, it creates more natural presentations for better catch rates in clear water for leader shy fish. And the new gold label is made with exclusive Seaguar fluorocarbon resins. They make it in a double structure process, which provides exceptional knot and tensile strength, yet it's soft and it cinches easily for fail-safe knots. Get Seaguar Gold Label at your favorite tackle dealer, or you can learn more online at Seaguar.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 538 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to G-Town now, somewhere in that area, and let's talk to our good friend, Captain Steve Hillman. Stevie, what's up? Oh, just sitting here wondering why in the world I would book a trip on Friday, Memorial Day weekend. (laughs) I need my head checked. 
Because you're starving to death. You need the money. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Fixing to find out what I got myself into. Ah, you'll be all right. Go make some new friends. Hey, just go where there's not any fish and you won't have to worry about anybody. (laughs) I'm pretty good at that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, there's a couple. Actually, I do have a couple of patches of fish so far that kind of off the beaten path but yesterday those those fish got kind of kind of small on us it's been a real yeah. good run for about three weeks or so pretty easy fishing this week included until yesterday but of course i was running a wind knot trip yesterday i had a wind knot throwing, trip you must have been fishing yeah. with spinners oh, coffee yeah. grinders <laughs> it was Mixed going pretty masters. good it was going good at first, and then, and then it kind of went kind of went bad. <laughs> I, was, I look like I look like Edward Scissorhands up there cutting cutting Boy. right in line off off of those egg beaters. But no, nah, we uh, we struggled yesterday. It was uh, we had that daggum wind, man, that northeast wind yesterday morning, and uh, I just couldn't I couldn't get anything going. I mean, we caught. We caught uh, five or six pretty good trout pretty fast in an area that I actually hadn't caught much in. And uh, and then caught, I think, five flounder. only had three legal flounder. And uh, then I went running all over the place, hitting all the areas where I've been catching fish, and waiting on that wind to come down. And, of course, by then the, the tide was was just smoking in. And that's, that's, been, a, that's been an issue this week the tide schedule we're on and uh, we just we couldn't catch anything but baby fish we caught pencils everywhere a lot of them and a lot right. of fish were like right at, right at 15 you know but uh then finally a wind started coming down tide was still smoking in though and uh, long story and we had to come in early one of the guys had to get back to austin but long story short we ended the day with with eight trout and three flounder and they were all good fish but and we caught 25, 30 throwbacks, you know, right. but it was, that was, that was the toughest day that, that we've had in a while, but it basically just kind of ran out of time. I mean, it was getting right, but my God, you know, how much longer can you wait on them too? You know? Yeah. One thing about a Northeast wind that'll always lay down for you is just, if you have the time to wait it out, it turned off nice yesterday after that wind came down. Yeah. Yeah. When we came in, it was it was getting nice, and then I guess the early part of the week, Monday, Sunday, I fished Sunday. Did that Sunday, but we it laid down fairly quickly, and then uh, and our tides slowed down, and we we caught them pretty good. And then uh, Monday, same deal. Tuesday, I had some things I'd take care of. I didn't fish Tuesday. I think it was calm Tuesday, and then Wednesday. Uh, I think it was just, it was steady fishing Wednesday. That's right. It wasn't lights out, but they're real good fish. And I think we, we caught maybe 20 fish, but, and then a bunch of catching a lot more throwbacks now each day than we were. But I mean, we've had some 40, 50 fish days lately. You know, it's been pretty good fishing, but, uh, and I'm running a lot. I'm not just catching them one in one spot. Uh, nothing big at all. Nothing. I mean, we hadn't had a fish over probably three and a half pounds this week. But uh, last week we had some pretty good ones for these days. 
Yeah. But, uh, you know, when it's calm and you can run around and uh, do some different things, it's it's not bad. But, uh, of course, there's still a lot of areas that we used to could catch them, can't catch them anymore. We, we all know I, that. I saw all that Monday and Tuesday. I spent a lot of time fishing prime areas for this time of year that just they're just total dead zones not even a bite no bait no bite i mean just tragic yeah i know same here you know we've had a lot of early days lately where at eight o'clock we're going and just looking at stuff and same Mm. deal you just talked about man and i mean in the right conditions too it's not like we went and looked oh, at that it was stuff. drop dead gorgeous Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I mean, you couldn't get any better than that, right? Exactly. Well, except later in the morning, Wednesday, that northeast wind came up on me pretty good. Kind of killed my bite, but I mean, oh, really? we already, yeah, we already caught them good. We didn't, you know, yeah, we didn't push it. Yeah, sounds like you had a couple of good days. I haven't talked to you in a few days, but I'm in, going to bed well, real early, one, man. One good one for sure, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the other two days were just mainly scouting missions and yeah, uh, fishing things that I hadn't in, in quite a while and just checking things out and just really preparing for my trip Wednesday, you know? Right. Right. No rest for the weary baby. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know we're in that, I'm in that pattern now that I'm normally it doesn't kind of hit me till probably late June or July where you get home and you get everything ready for the next day and you, shower and eat and you go to bed at like 7 or 7 30 i'm already in that pattern and i think the older i get the i the more sleep i need you know but uh but now the only thing that's really changed for me is with these harder incoming tides uh you know we i normally throw real light jig heads and and we've we've switched over to eighth and, and quarter ounce jig heads and i'm talking well, about that's what we I, end up throwing uh wednesday at the current was running so hard you had to throw a quarter had yeah, to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and the best thing to do was throw up current so you could get it down working it back to you, even in for sure the depth of water I was in. Yeah. Now and that that's been a, a deal too. Like some days the wind and the current are going together, which is no good. What you want if if you're boat fishing, and which we are, almost every day now, hardly any wading trips. Uh right. What you really want is you want that a little bit of wind at your back and the current in your face. That way, all the fish are facing away from you, and when everybody right. casts downwind, you can hit them in the face, you know, and it looks more natural to them. But we've had some days in some of the areas where I'm fishing where I'm having to use the trolling motor and kind of cock the boat sideways to, to keep everybody at an angle, you know what That's I mean? That's what I had to do uh, Wednesday, same exact really? pattern. That's amazing, yeah. yeah. We're fishing about and, 40 uh, miles apart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that part of it never will change. But, uh, and then no, cause I'm not coming down there anymore. I made oath, man. When the, once they tore 146 up, I'm not pulling a boat down there anymore. I'm just not that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll pull over to Sabine before I come down there, you know, uh, I, and From, same with me going your way too. But right. I didn't mean that part. I didn't mean that part will never change. I'm talking about the way these fish face into the current, but, but that other part will never change either until they get all the roads fixed. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not coming your way either. <laughs> I'm with you, brother. I'll but, come by uh, boat, but I'm not coming by car. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. What's it doing now? 
Uh, I haven't even looked. I'm sitting here in the parking lot. Offshore, it's it's a little breezy out in the Gulf, but uh, in the bay, it's uh, calmed down. Let me give you a live feed update right here. Yeah, it looks Uh, nice here. It's uh, gone pretty much due north at Morgan's Point, due north at Eagle. Now, it has picked up a little, about 7 to 10. And uh, Galveston Channel, it's north-northeast at 7, but offshore, it's 11 to 13. That's actually come down. It was a little puffier than that earlier. It's a mm. foot and a half seas out there with a period of five seconds. Gotcha. Did I tell you well, I ended that's up? Doable. In... That's doable. Yeah, no, if if it doesn't kick up much, that northeast is just a killer, man. I know. But, it uh, is. But right now we have a little window in the morning, and, like, we got a little major feed this morning. Tide's going to be switching. Priority has switched before it, that tide really picks up steam. Once that current picks up, Man, it's uh, yeah. It, to me, it, it turns it gets in turns into tough fishing, and I'm just having to go in the little nook and cranny areas out of that out of that swift current, you know, and uh, fish in, in little corners and behind points and crap like that to just nook and cranny kind of fishing. Buy, yeah, kind of buy us some time until the uh, until that tide slows down. But the problem is now. Well, where I'm, the areas I'm fishing, the tide's not slowing down to till four o'clock in the afternoon, and you're not out here then, you know. So you no. better make something, better make something happen early. And uh, of course, now you know it's May. You got boats to contend with, and a lot of the stuff that that I was fishing two weeks ago, I can't fish anymore, you know. But uh, that happens every year, though. And I can't find a slot red to save my life. I mean, we've been doing a lot of red fishing, you know, because the trout fishing's been pretty good. We'll go same up my way. Very few slot reds, mostly oversized. When you do catch them, or you want to catch them, and that's uh, it. And we're not catching any undersized reds, or either over or like we. I think we've caught three slot reds this week, and they're all like twenty-three or twenty-four inches. They're not even nice slot reds. I don't know what happened. I know part of the issue, the areas that I used to catch a lot of reds out of legitimate schools, like working mud boils and slicks, like mm-hmm. real schools, not not onesie and twosie, you know, sight casting right. up in the grass and all that stuff, but pulling up to them, just getting after it. Those areas, I don't catch anything in, and I think it's uh, the rangy of clam beds that I used to catch them over. Those, those uh-huh. clam beds are gone. They're gone. And I don't know if it's environmental issues, but uh, or if it's the drum because the the big drum got in there in this one area. They've always kind of been there. They'll wipe it out too, buddy. <laughs> they'll they'll eat those clams. You know, a one one forty fifty pound drum will eat up to fifty oysters a day. God knows right. how many clams they'll eat. I don't know, but all that habitat's gone, and and it's just that's where those redfish. That I the schools I used to work and in, and in, in the part of the bays that I fish the most, there all those clams are gone, and I think that has a lot to do with it. And, and I was thinking about it yesterday or day before yesterday when we were looking for some reds. I was thinking about what we used to do up your way, like out there and you know way off the North Ridge, going back towards Sea Lease and all that, all those clam beds and all the way back to F Lease and the Triangle right. area. All that area and, and out in front of Skippy's, and all, there were so many clam beds. And remember, we'd even ha- we'd work mud boils out there in six, seven foot of water. 
Remember that? Yeah. And, and there'd be there'd be drum in there. There'd be schools of reds, and then there'd be giant choder trout mixed in with them too. You know, Chodes, and you don't have that. Yeah. You don't have yeah. those up there any anymore either. Well, and right know? now with these conditions we've been having this year, with this different weather pattern, with all the east and northeast winds we've been getting, that was we used to lick our chops for that kind of weather this time of year because we'd always yeah. go to the top end of Trinity or the back end of East Bay. And uh, well, and exactly. And the good thing about it is fishing the way we fish with our eyes. We fish with our eyes. We're for the most part, not not spot fishermen, not structure fishermen, we could get away from the crowds. We could even do it exactly. on a Saturday if we wanted to because you could go find something a lot of other people aren't going to notice. And we don't really have that to fall back on anymore. No, we do not have that to fall back on. I proved that Monday and Tuesday all the running I did in the areas <laughs> I fished and spent a lot of time in. Is it looking any better? I haven't been over there. I noticed the the dam was down to forty five hundred CFS. Yeah, it's so. the back end still all messed up and everything. But you can watch that incoming tide and watch that green water pull into me. You know, on the southern ends of Trinity Bay, and the east shoreline's coming back. But uh, that's good. You know, but I I I mean I uh, spent a lot of time Monday and Tuesday fishing. You know, following that water back in and fishing it and everything else. You know, I covered a lot in East Bay, and James was right. You can't get another small trout and gaff top in that bay over there. My goodness gracious! Yeah, isn't that something? All those reefs oh. we we used to we used to make a good living on all summer, man. It's, it's I fished all death. all that stuff. You know, those new TPNW reefs and you know pepper and. Hannah's bull shoals. I mean, Seavers. I covered all that, and it was. Uh, yep. Well, it it made me come back home. Yeah. <laughs> back to my it's, own it's, waters. <laughs> hey, we ended up at the jetties the other day. Did I tell you that? You told me that. Yep. We actually caught some fish out there throwing. Well, obviously throwing lures, but uh, right. I've covered a lot of water, man. There there are some decent patches of fish throughout the bay, but you just got to have the right conditions and. Yeah, it's and just not vast. Yeah, well, no. we're accustomed no. to. But, well, Hillman, I'm out of time, buddy, and I know you're foaming at the bit to get out there and get with them, man. Foaming. Stir that stick. Foaming. Yeah, foaming at the bit. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about fishing with you in Galveston Bay, how do they get a hold of you, Steve? All right, 409-256-7937. All right, well, be safe out there and uh, – Tell everybody hi for me. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right, dog. Hey, Steve. Right, see man. you, man. All right, later. Talk to you later. Thanks. All right, that's Captain Steve Hillman. Making another day. All right, well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but guess what? We'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 